whole theme time music. that I've heard this. Oh, oh, I've missed you. What? Man, it feels like we haven't been here in a while. It does, dude. That's what happens when you take a week off. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 37. Oops, I just turned my mic off by accident. <laughs> right now, when I was... <laughs> no, dude, it's one week. Dude, dude I was like <laughs> saying the episode number, and I moved the mic, and I turned the mic off. Let me, turn, let me start over. Let me, let me try that again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 37 of the Beta Report. I am one of your co-hosts, Jeff. We got Uno. We got Jay. Yo, what up? No Gabe Ruth today. Gabba Sonic. He wanted to take two weeks off. <laughs> <laughs> He's out uh, delivering cookies for the Keeblers, <laughs> the Keebler elves right now. I can't look at you, man. I gotta teach three-year-olds from the time to change. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Dude, what? Cuz, <laughs> man. Gabe Sonic will be here next week, but we had, uh, we took a week off. So sorry for that. We needed a recharge our batteries a bit. So we got a special guest though. Zach Snyder's in the building. Hey Zach, what do you think about Civil War? <laughs> Not enough people died. <laughs> no one, no one's, no one's mother's name was Martha. It didn't destroy beloved characters in the eyes of the fans. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Right. <laughs> there weren't enough Ed Hardy bedazzled shirts on uh, any of the characters. There weren't any. There wasn't any embroidered jeans in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, Zack Snyder. Well, get out of here. Get out of here, Zack Snyder. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't need you in our Marvel movies. <laughs> Go make another sucker punch. Get out of here. Speaking of Zack Snyder, dude, did I? Did you hear what he said about if he would have directed the 2008? Batman movies that yeah Chris Nolan uh, you know made dark movies but his dark version of a Batman movie would have had Bruce Wayne prison raped oh I didn't read that article but I saw like he I saw that. that like it's a I legit saw that heading it's a legit somewhere. 2008 interview he did with Entertainment Weekly and that's what he said his dark version of Batman or Bruce Wayne would be that he would have been prison raped <laughs> yeah, dude. At that point, it's just like shock for shock's sake. No, like it's just like I have no idea what his idea is of why that that makes it dark or what, like you said, what purpose does it serve the movie? But this is the guy that's directing Justice League movies. I'm like, oh no, give it to someone else. Who's how would Zack Snyder like? Is he related to freaking some sort of Hollywood legend? Well, no, he, I mean, 300 was his, yeah, his, but that was it. That was like his foot in the door. Now they're just kind of giving him whatever the heck he wants. Carte Blanche on all these movies. Yeah, just dude. It. Nice. I know, right? Pretty nice. Fresh. <laughs> I to think of it. Uh, yeah, because then after that, well, he made like Watchmen and. Did yeah, he do, Watchmen was not bad. Did I, he do Sin City too? No, that's Robert Rodriguez. Oh. Yeah, I didn't do that. I mean, he's got that. Uh, he did um, uh, like a Sucker Punch. He did do Sucker Punch. horrible. I mean, visually, it was all right. <laughs> that's the thing you could say about Zack Snyder. Yeah. Visually, it was good. Yeah, that's true. But, that's true. I mean, if he's going to be a director and write some of these movies, you got to do both, not just visually make the movie look good. True that. True that. Anyways, so what What do we want to do today? What, what's this episode about? Well, let's uh, <laughs> 
and the TV screen. That's the way we do things, dude. We, we do our preview in the middle of the month. Weeks. It was two weeks, but we still need to react to Captain America Civil War. Yes, I think you're right. We should do that. Actually, yeah, we want to do our Civil War review because by two weeks, most of you have uh, seen this movie already. It's already about a billion dollars already. Not even kidding. That's how much. And then, of course, our May preview. But before we get into any of those, why don't we talk really quickly about some stuff that's been out and uh, that they've announced in some of these movies. I don't know if you guys heard already, but DC, uh, or I guess Warner Brothers, is doing a Harley Quinn spinoff movie. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Too. It's like all female, right? All yeah, female yeah. team or something like it's that? It's like uh, Margot Robbie and her character, Harley yeah. Quinn. The effect of the beta report, dude. You know what's funny though? It's not a completely solo flick. It's it's uh, Harley Quinn, the <laughs> Harley Quinn, just to say. But it's also um, uh, members of the Birds of Prey, and those are like some most of the female uh, superheroes, like Batgirl. No, good, good ones. Yeah, like Batgirl. Uh, um, what's the name of the other one? Uh, the one that's on Arrow. Um, hot girl. No. Hot, hot girl. No, no. Oh, hot, hot girl. Hot girl. I was gonna say, yeah, she's on the CW. I guess she's probably hot. Hot girl. Hot girl. Uh, freaking white canary. Black canary. Black canary. Black canary. Yeah, it's one of them. I can, I don't know all of the ones on, on Birds of Prey, but I know those two are, I believe, are, are part of the. Wasn't that a show group. before back in the day too? It was. Wasn't yeah. there a show called Birds of Prey? Yeah, it was. There I remember was that dude? Show. That chick had short hair. She yeah, was but, cute. But. Uh, <laughs> That's what you remember. So I remember, dude. I was a teenage boy watching Birds of Prey. <laughs> um, so. I, it would probably do well now. It didn't do well back then because it didn't have Greg Berlanti, who's doing Arrow and The Flash. But Ooh. if he would have been on it, it would probably put it done. It probably would have done well. Speaking, but I don't know. My, oh, go ahead. What's that? No, I was gonna say no. If you're gonna keep on that, point, I was just gonna say. Speaking of females, DC females, uh, CBS dropped Supergirl. I know. But, but CW, CW picked it up, dude. Which is almost like a match made in heaven, dude. Like I know. It's, because they they they're like killing it with all the like the DC TV shows on CW. So it's like, dude, like it's just gonna thrive. And it makes there. it easier to have those crossovers. The, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Supergirl and, and Flash crossover was was great. It was actually really good. So I'm sure they're probably maybe this time they'll do Supergirl on Flash. That would be awesome, actually, if they did that. Dude, can you imagine? Could you watch it, right? Do you watch Flash? Yeah. Imagine uh, Cisco reacting to Supergirl. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. Gold. <laughs> he makes that show, dude. If you guys are not watching it, honestly, Cisco makes the show. For me, I mean, uh, apart from Grant Gustin, who does a super job as super, pun intended, um, uh, on The Flash. <laughs> He um, really Cisco is is just killing it, man. He does such a great job. He's so, so funny and he, he's great on that show. So Supergirl on that would be great. But back on to this um, Harley Quinn and, and uh, her spinoff movie. I don't. When I saw it, I wasn't like super like excited. You know, it was kind of like, are we gonna get to the moment now where it's gonna be um, where we're gonna be? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, too much already like too many superhero movies already like uh, we have our established movies that we want to see but now they're you know now it's getting flooded with like random movies you know what i mean like the, like like harley Quinn. You know, i don't know if that's enough to have a solo movie of just her 
You know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah, but you know what would suck though is the fact that like we've had like Black Widow has been around longer than Harley Quinn has, and I think the Black I think Black Widow would probably make a better movie than Harley Quinn just by herself or with like the Birds of Prey or whatever. And they have I feel said, like Kevin Feige has said yeah that he wants to do, and I think Black that Widow. was like. That was like recent too. It was like a, I saw like a recent headline on that that they were they're still like committed and they want to do a Black Widow movie. Um, so I don't know if it's like. And I didn't have that reaction when they mentioned Black Widow, and I think it's because we've invested time in that character. Right, right, like, right. I mean, she's been in there since well, Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's been a couple years already. Of movies. Iron Man two. Yeah, uh, Iron Man two. two I'm it sorry. was Iron Man You're two. Right. Yeah, Iron Man two. Yes. Um, and so, uh, I mean, you've invested in that, but. With the Harley Quinn thing, it's like you don't know anything yet. I mean, I guess they're really banking on how well Suicide Squad is is gonna do, and it's good enough for her to have her own movie. But um, I don't know, man. They've always seen her like a side character, you know. Other news that came out this week too uh, recently is Michael B. Jordan, our boy Michael B. Jordan, That's right. has just joined the cast of the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, this yeah. Is Black Panther movie. And we'll talk about Civil War. It just looks so much better and better now. Now getting to be introduced to uh, uh, dude, Black Panther. That mid credit scene? Let them come. Oh, dude. Give yeah. chills. Oh, son. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that. But, you know, now you got another high-quality actor joining Black Panther, apart from the guy who directed Michael B. Jordan in that movie, too. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Coogan. Um, Ryan? A, Ryan Coogan? Ryan Coogan. Is it Coogan, right? Yeah. A yeah. Coogler? A Coogler? I think it was Coogler. Coog- Coog- I know it's like C-O-O or something. I had it right in front of me. Duh. I have it right in front oh, of me. Oh, it is Coogler? Ryan Coogler. Come yeah, on, guys. the guy who's, Do your research. who uh, directed um, uh, <laughs> Creed. Creed, Fruitvale Station, that got really, you know, it's... it's he's a great cool director, dude. Yeah. And, um, of course, I mean, now he's doing Black Panther. He got... Sylvester Stallone, uh, like nominated for an Academy Award, kind of great, great director. Great, yep. Nah, dude. So that that, uh, and then on top of that, he's not the only one that got cast into it. Uh, Nupita Leongo is also what cast up, in this movie. You know what's crazy about Who Nupita Leongo? She is what up, Raksha? She has, <laughs> she has so many movies now. She's done so many movies under the Disney banner. She must have like a... I'm just taking over. Yeah, dude. She's in Jungle Book. She did, uh, of course, Star Wars, Mass Kanata in Star Wars. Excuse me. Uh, she did... Um, and Hollywood hating, though, dude. Short face. She was just like... <laughs> oh, you just putting her in CGI? Put her in CGI, man. Hey, dude. So she she better be... That's right, know. huh? Mass Kanata and Jungle Book. You don't really see her. She has a good voice, though. Like, not, she, has, she has an amazing voice, though. So I can see... You know, she does a lot with that, but, but put, yeah, her, I hope, put her face out there too, Black man. Panther, man, put her face out there, man. Dang. She's a beautiful, beautiful young lady. She's going to wear a mask in Black Panther. I know, dude. It's going to be terrible. Um, so what does uh, Michael B. Jordan and Chris Evans have in common? Oh, 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 flame on. The human torch tried to buy a bank loan. Oh, no. <laughs> Applied for a bank loan. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, both played the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four movies. Um, and Hard on. I mean, flame on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> move, move over to the Marvel, uh, Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe. Oh, oh my gosh, dude. Really? When does nothing happen when you actually take your sweater off, dude, or jacket off? Don't worry. The mic was off. There was no thump. Really? Dang, dude. Nope. Baller. 
Boulders for shoulders? Boulders for shoulders, dude. Yeah. Chunks for legs, dude. I just took off my jacket, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's all this reaction is about. Ooh. What? What, dude? Ah, ah, I'm trying to flex it. Ah, freaking airbrush. <laughs> Airbrush, airbrush muscles. Puts a little lines. In. You know the lines yeah, of the muscles. Remember that scene where, like, where Chris Evans grabs the helicopter and he's like, <laughs> 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 "Oh Lord, like this, Lord you, Almighty." You couldn't grab a quadcopter if you wanted to do. We're <laughs> <laughs> trying to grab a drone. A drone. <laughs> <laughs> we should redo that shot, dude. That'd be freaking awesome. That'd be dope. <laughs> you just pulling the drone down. That'd be tight. Let's do it. There's yeah. gonna be a picture tonight. Look out, Instagram. Put your phone down. Uh, snap, dude. Focus. That's I want to take a picture Host? of your muscles, fool, so I could post it on Instagram. We'll do it later. Your Chris Evans. <laughs> your Chris Evans muscles. Dude, so that's gonna dude, that movie is gonna be so good, dude. Freaking uh Chadwick Boseman, dude, that that dude killed it. Civil hey, War, man. Well, why don't we jump? In? Let's jump into our Civil War review. Let's well, let's that. talk about Chadwick Boseman since Jay already freaking opened the segment. That's Wasn't nice. he so noble on screen, ah, dude? Like he had, he had like great nobility he, to him. He huh? did have like an air of like nobility. He was like regal. You can tell like that fool was like royalty. Royalty, yeah, yeah. He just had it like in the and way he spoke. Like the accent worked. The accent, yeah, the dude. Accent it wasn't like something like they were just like like. I, it didn't seem forced. Like, it yeah, didn't like, seem like he was doing like some type of like African accent or something. Like, dude, it was just perfect. Like, it fit him. It fit the character. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good, dude. It, this movie is so good. Dude, honestly, Civil War, amazing movie. Absolutely. It was great. It was it was awesome. I think um, one of the things that I had posted on Facebook was it's, it's a testament to how Marvel... Cares ah, about its testament. characters. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> how how it how he, Marvel takes care of its characters. Like in this movie, and and props to the Russo brothers too, that everyone felt like they had their own arc. No one felt like a throwaway. Everyone had like even if it was a small arc, but it was everyone like, had a little story arc to each character, and you and made, like fully developed too. Almost like yeah. like to. Yeah, to its to its extent, I guess, like to the degree that it was that it it was meant to go, like in the movie, I feel like everyone had like a resolution in the end, like it it all kind of like worked itself out in the movie. Which and let's is what put this out it. there: we're not Marvel fanboys. We, we we're just we love movies, and we love when movies are done well. We love when we get a when movies get a reaction out of us or makes us care about these. But the, the and I know we we dump on Zack Snyder a lot, but this is why we have a total reaction to you know Zack Snyder did Batman with Superman. We love Batman, we love Superman, those characters, but he's just the wrong, in my, our opinion, the wrong director for that movie. And then you see oh, he's directing Justice League, but when you go over and we see the Russo <laughs> brothers and you see what they're doing and how well Captain America is, and how look, my wife, dude, she's like uh, you know she likes these movies and it's cool. But when she saw, because we all nah, went together to see, uh, yeah, be for real, dude. She saw Chris Evans. She was like, "I'm done." Okay, yeah, I'm so for sure. Can we wa- cool. can we watch this movie again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helicopter pose. No, no. She's like, "Oh, I really like that movie. The movie was awesome because you're like, I, you know, I care about all these characters, dude. You know, like everybody was cool and everybody had a nice, you know, had a good chunk of in the movie and stuff." She's like, "Who's that guy? The the the, <laughs> the black dude." But uh, but I'll, because his suit is black, you know? oh, I see what you're saying. 
But uh, he's like, she's like, oh, he's cool. It's like these, they take time and they take uh, care of their characters for you to understand who they are or, or to like them or to, you know, that's, I think that's what Russo brothers, that's why I'm so like excited that they're going to take over the Avengers Infinity War 1 and 2, you know, it, it's, and the amount of characters that are going to be in those movies. They're saying it's like over 60 heroes in those movies, dude, in those two movies. It's, it's crazy. crazy. So it's awesome. Let's do it. Let's talk about that airport scene. I just want to say Zack Snyder doesn't put any respect on her names. <laughs> put respect. some respect on, on my name. Respect Batman. <laughs> respect. He doesn't put any respect on Batman's name. That's right. Seriously, dude. Put no respect on Birdman. No Birdman respect here. here at all. Is you done or is you tired? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that uh, the uh, the airport scene was great, dude. And to me, what was great was uh, this little tiny scene, dude, where um, Winter Soldier tosses a car at Spider-Man. And like he's like, hey, dude, you dropped this. And he throws it right back. Like I feel like that was so like Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Like, it was such a great little moment, dude. Right, right. And I feel like, like kind of like what, what um, the Russo brothers do is they maximize the time given, right? Like I have three seconds for this character. Like what can I do with this character that'll like build this character that I'll let this p- people know who he is that'll respect who he's been. Like, what can I do with this character that will be genuine? And like, they totally, it's little moments like that that are really good, you know, for sure. Dude, to that point when like, uh, when Captain America and Spider-Man have like that moment, like that New York moment yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think th- I, I just thought that was so cool because it, it builds them up together. Like on a personal level, like, like, Oh, you know, you're from New York, you know, I'm, I'm from, I'm from Queens and I was like, I'm from Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, just talking to him. He's like, he left him hanging there. He put him in his place or whatever. He's like, just left yeah. him hanging with that. He's carrying that big old thing. But I don't know. It's just like, do like the dialogue between the two and like just making that connection between the two. It's like at the end of the day, there's still like two characters. New York you, kids. New York kids that you can yeah. invest in yeah. because of that. You know, like yeah. he, he kind of puts them down at a level where you can like relate to them and be like, yeah. oh, dude, that was a cool moment that like totally of them being like two human beings, you know, or whatever. Like, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty awesome the way that they, like, that they handled that. Absolutely. Best Spider-Man on screen so far, dude. Yes. Best Spider-Man. They did him perfect. They did him right because for people who don't know, for people that don't know, Spider-Man is supposed to be that age. Yeah. He's supposed to be a kid. Yeah. He's supposed to be a kid who's coming into his own saying, like, what a 15 year old would be with powers, you know? And, 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 uh, what was it? I think Tony Stark was, you know, tells him, there's usually not this much talking, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just because a kid would do that. Oh, I think it's Falcon. Yeah. Falcon yeah. is the one is that tells Falcon him. Is Falcon the one that yeah, tells yeah. him? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like it's usually in a fight, there's not this much talking or whatever. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, exactly. <laughs> he's still trying to figure it out. Yeah, or that dude, clip that's that, so uh, perfect. That clip that was on TV when he's, uh, um, we forget that he's super strong too. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 a kid, but he's got dude, these you powers. He's super strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's when a soldier punches him with his metal arm, he goes, dude, you have a metal arm? That's awesome. Like, that's what a kid would do. And it, yeah. and they didn't make it dumb. They didn't make it like, it yeah. was just, it was just genuine, you know? Yeah. And uh, man, you know, I wasn't sure cause I didn't know too much about Tom Holland, but that's perfect casting. Yeah. He did a super job with it. Yeah. He's great in that role. And, 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 and the little things, the little, the little quips he would give, you know, like you said that yeah. one here, you, you know, you drop something and yeah. And the other line, the, for the ones that, um, CNA, if you guys remember Ant-Man becoming Giant-Man. Right. And then he throws out that Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. Hey, He's guys, like, remember that, that old movie? movie? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and then uh, was it was it Falcon? Was it, no, it was uh, Rody who says, yeah. uh, "How old is this guy?" Yeah, it's awesome. I didn't carbon date him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that he used carbon dating too. Yeah, dude. Like the, the movie was. I mean that that scene, that whole airport scene, probably one of the best fight scenes in any comic book yeah. movie, any movie period. It was amazing. It was awesome. And, and again, Paul Rudd was great too. He was dude, honestly, in that movie. I'm like. I'm going to go on a limb here. And I feel like Paul Rudd kind of like stole that scene for me, at least like the oh, whole yeah. airport oh, yeah. scene. The giant. Like, yeah. His like, no, not, not just that though, but just like his dialogue. Like when, when All he, right, Arrow man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he throws the, uh, he throws that truck and then it like blows. He's like, Oh, I thought that was a water truck or something like that. Like <laughs> my bad. And then, yeah, just like all his little like one liners or whatever, were just yeah. so perfect, dude. And I thought like he was, I love to see him inside. He's inside Iron Man's suit. And he's yeah. in there, like it's funny because he's little. You need to go into the shop, and he's just like tearing things out and stuff. Yeah. And it's like it's hilarious, dude. It's super yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. So, but uh, and again, to use your word, it's just like a testament to the Russo brothers being able to take each one of these characters to juggle and, all of them. and yeah. give them something to do. You yeah. know, like none of them are just like they're just like. They're like, not throwaway characters. Like an idle character that's just kind of there to like look good or whatever. Like, no, everyone has something that they're like, they're doing something and there's a purpose to them and it like makes sense to the story. And I don't know. It's just like, it and was just perfect. Dude. In going in that direction, you're talking about their little characters that or little character arcs that they have in the comics. Uh, Scarlet, Witch is actually married to the vision and you see subtly that little relationship that they're starting to build together, right. you know, and the whole, you know, when he fires that shot and actually hits War Machine <coughs> instead of yeah. uh, Falcon, and then later on in the scene, he uh, Tony goes to Vision and says, "Hey, what happened?" And he's like, "I was distracted, you know." And I don't know it could happen. Yeah, did I? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and of course that's when he has Scarlet Witch with him. So it, it, it's a it's it's just a trip how he. The Russo brothers can do that and give ample time to everybody. I like what you said. You know, you're right. They they know how to maximize the time that they yeah. have, and they did that. You know, and <clears throat> going back to Black Panther, it, it was you know, it was great that he wasn't just a guy who's like, okay, I'm going to join the team. He had his own agenda. Mm, it was his yeah. own story that he was going after. You know, right. revenge. You know, and then finally realizing. Revenge is not the way to go because it it consumes people, and he makes that comment. So, what'd you guys think about Zemo? Oh, Dude, and actually, um, go ahead. No, I'm like yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, oh, That's no, I was, was gonna say that. Um, that was one of the things I feel like the Rooster Brothers may have just like unlocked the secret to Marvel villains, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, because like in both movies, like Alexander Pierce isn't like a super powered, crazy like abnormal type he's just like a dude who has like he's just like his 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 uh intentions and his like motivations are misguided and he's just like he's going with like you know th this purpose that is is misguided or whatever and the same thing with uh zemo where it's just kind of like he's trying to fulfill something that um i, I don't know it's just like i feel like the way that they've handled these two villains have been like have made them like like memorable and have made them work. And I, I, I feel like they're not like the throwaway type of like villains that Marvel's thrown at us, you know, in other movies. So I, I just thought that was really cool. I felt a lot of compassion for Zemo too. Like when he kind of dives into his story mm. and he explains his motive, I feel like, man, if I was him, I'd probably do the same thing too. Right. 
you know? And uh, to me too, like, I think what made him great is like, uh, like you said, like he's not some superhero, whatever. It's just, he's driven by emotion. That's it. Yeah. And then the emotions are genuine. You know what I mean? And even they kind of set him up like such a great, like he immediately says like, Hey, if you got experience and patience, you're capable of anything. And that's what he did. He had, all he had was experience and patience and that's it. And even like, I like that because it opens the door to like, uh, just regular human beings taking on like the Avengers, you know what I mean? But like at the end of, at the end of the, uh, like at the end of his arc, it's like, man, like I feel bad for him, you know, like I had compassion for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I've never felt that for Thor, for, for Loki, you know, like, well, there was moments for Loki, but like, I didn't feel that for Loki. I didn't feel that for like any other villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are good points. I mean, he, he definitely, um, is a, is a good villain. You yeah. Know? It's not, you know, your regular, you know, superpower type villain or something right. like that. It, it was, it brought something different. Yeah. It definitely did. And, uh, it was great. I loved it. I, I think, I think he did a great job too. It's something you didn't expect, you know? And I think that yeah. he played that the Daniel Brule, I think he played it great too. He was, yeah. it was, he yeah, was, dude. he was, like cunning and menacing in his own way yeah. without having to show like strength or something. It right. was his, like you said, his patience and his, uh, the, the way he set everything together. Calculating. Was yeah. He was like what Lex Luthor should have been, right? Perfect. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, actually, hey, I'm like just a, a human at, being. <laughs> I'm just a human being, no, 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 but, but I can handle this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know he didn't have to be like, he didn't even have to be a genius. Crazy, like manic and be all like, yeah. you know, like, um, you know, yeah. I'm trying to play a weird character here for you. No, it was just, you know, like you said, very, very calculating. It was great. I, I thought it was good. This, this whole movie was, was, it's just set up, um, you know, that last fight scene at the end too, was just so emotional too. Yeah, dude. Ooh. It was so emotional. It was like, you know, it, it was all driven by emotion rather than being rational about it. It was yeah. all driven by emotion. Yeah. And, uh, um, that, that whole, that money shot, which is yes, Iron Man shooting. Oh yeah, his, yes. you know, uh, which is shield? an actual cover for the civil, uh, the original civil war comic book. And, and most importantly, the art we used for our civil war preview. Yeah. <laughs> was that <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. That was it. That was the picture. Um, but yeah, this, this movie is, is, is great. Even like before that fight kind of kicks off. I know I talked about this with Jay, like over chat, like there's this one scene like once again, like maximizing time where, um, where Bucky and cap are talking about like taking the train back to New York or whatever. And like, he's like, Hey, you spent all our money on this and whatever, whatever. And they have this like, really like, it feels just palpable. It feels so genuine when he's like, she's like, he like, Bucky's like, she's probably a hundred now. And he's like, so are we pal. And he puts his hand on him. Like, Oh, it felt so genuine. It felt so authentic and sidebar too. Like, I think like one thing this movie made me realize is how great of a nonverbal actor Chris Evans is. Like, I feel like he timed his like size. He used his eyes and his body movement. He did all like a really, like a really great job using like his body and not like the technique, like not like the typical, like big, strong guy, Vin Diesel type of way, but like the way like a, like a Robert De Niro would use his, his like his eyes and his breathing and stuff like that. You're, but, still, you're still thinking about him holding yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, thinking about his bison holding the helicopter. Come on, no, but yeah, like, 
what, what Uno was saying. We were talking about that, and it's just like it it made it seem like they're friends outside of like the movies, you know, or like as if like those characters exist in real life and they're actual like bros or whatever that just yeah. kind of like hang out and like, and, well, and it's just so awesome that I was telling him, it's like, dude, that's the movie that I want to see where it's just Captain America and, and like, Bucky, yeah. and Bucky going on missions together. And then just like, like, because even, even uh, in that same scene after that, where it's like, Bucky has like that big old AR-15 or whatever, the big old machine gun. And then it's like cap like down with his shield or whatever. And, you know, it's capped down, like kind of crouching down. And then it's like Bucky kind of uh, hanging over him, like with the, you know, the, the yeah. gun drawn. I was like, dude, just that in and of itself was just such a cool visual. Like just to see like, you know, this dude, they're like, they have each other's backs. You can tell just by that. And like, I don't know. I just love their relationship. Love the way that they like were able to like. It can't be them two only though, man. You got to include Sam Wilson in there too, dude. Right, yeah, 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 but he stuck by him right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like even even in that, like I feel like the relationship between Cap and Bucky felt so much more genuine and real. Yeah. Well, because they grew like, up together. Yeah, t- right. they have history. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, they, they have like, history. They even communicate. They somehow communicated that in the film, right? Right. Like, this relationship is like 100 years old. This relationship is about five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and that's what, and then say, these aren't real people. Like, these aren't real people in real life. Like, these yeah, are characters in a acting. movie. But, but like, but, but, but they 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 managed to communicate that. But they've done three movies together already. Yeah, and they and I'm talking about Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans, uh-huh. and they they develop these family type kind of things. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, all yeah. these people, all of these people have done movies like Tony and 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 uh, Tony Stark and well. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans have done all these other movies mm-hmm, together. So sure. you know that there's a relationship there even, even outside as well as inside the, these movies too. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely, man. So okay, now just to talk really quick about the ending. There seems to be two different teams now. Yeah. There seems to be because remember he gives a, a letter to Tony Stark and he gives him a burner phone. Mm-hmm. This is if you ever need us or you need me. Dude, even that even that scene at the end where like it shows like it's just it's just uh I guess he wouldn't be Captain America at that point. It's like just uh, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, and then you see like all the guards and everything just like all knocked out and dead, and then you just see like everyone in the prison just like smiling and it's like, Yeah, this fool came for us, dude. Like Well, they're gonna be like underground now. Yeah, dude. Much. That's like, like, like but Ant-Man, that that scene Scarlet is Witch. so it's so dope, dude. Like that thing looks so cool. Um, just all of them reacting to like, yeah, like this is our leader, you know, like he came for us and I don't know, I just thought that was really cool. But yeah, I wonder what that means now then. Like, well, the comics, is it going to be the West Coast, East Coast? No, the comics, there was in the, in the Civil War comic book, there, uh, Captain America led a team called the Secret Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah. And they all did like black op type things, but they weren't out there because they were under the hiding from the, you know, the registration act kind of thing, you know? So uh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's pretty cool because now you're like you're. Wait, now they got two teams now. You know? Yeah, you got two different Avenger teams now. So I wonder how that's going to play into Infinity War because that's what's next for them. Right. You know, there's no other Captain America movie. There's no Iron Man movie coming out. There's no, um, um, you know, uh, uh, there's nothing Falcon in that movie. Arc. There's yeah. nothing in them. The only thing that's in between Thor, uh, Thor. And Planet Hulk? Is Planet Hulk happening? No. I don't think no. so. It's happening within the movie. Got it. Thor, um, if, if for those that haven't heard, Thor Ragnarok is going to be a Hulk and Thor kind of buddy movie. Yeah. Cool. Thor is, is banned to go somewhere and 
is has to fight in some tournament battle kind of thing, and Hulk is in there too. Cool. So it's kind of like Planet Hulk ish uh, ish. Yeah. That. So that's gonna be interesting. Dude, and the so, director of that movie, like Sidebar, the director to that movie just did. I forget. He has a crazy name, um, but he just did. Um, he just did another movie that has uh, Sam Neill, I think his name is, from Jurassic Park. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, uh, I forget what it's called. It's like Hunt for Wilder People or something like that. Dude, if you guys haven't had a chance to watch that preview, it's hilarious, dude. Gotcha, check it out. It has like this little chubby uh, freaking New Zealand kid, dude, but he tries to be like all gangster. It's freaking dope, dude. <laughs> you guys have to watch it. We'll put it on Facebook just because I mentioned it. Speaking of New Zealand kid, I've heard that kid that's uh, uh, from Boston, and he's like a teenage kid who's on anesthesia, huh? and he wakes up. Anesthesia? He's on anesthesia, like he had surgery or something. Uh-huh. Oh, he had a broken wrist or arm or something like that, and he's waking up. Oh, you have to hear it, dude. What? No, dude. Dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Dude, it's it's those because you're talking about like you know the the New Zealand kid talking uh-huh. about gal gangster. Well, this kid is is just a regular kid coming off uh, anesthesia. Mm. And he's all, what's up, man? <laughs> what the heck? What's up, man? <laughs> uh, and his mom that. is like, why are you talking like that? Because I'm not, I'm a hood man. <laughs> Who are you, freaky lady? <laughs> That's what he says, dude. You got to see the video. It's hilarious. I That's was, awesome. I was in Dubai with my hot wife <laughs> and my camel. You bought a camel, honey? Yeah, I got a camel. Me and my camel. We <laughs> the heck? Oh, it's hilarious, dude. Oh, crap. You got to Google it, that, dude. dude. It's just hilarious. We'll share it on the... We'll, we'll try to find it and find put it, it on the Facebook. Yeah, we'll yeah. put it on there. It's hilarious, dude. Put it on Facebook. Put it on Facebook. Facebook. Anyways, just because you mentioned that. Sidebar there. Yeah, dude. Or off on a tangent. Was there... Was, did you guys feel like, like there was anything you disliked about Captain America Civil War? That's a good point. What did we dislike? It's not a point. It's just a question. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dude, the only thing I didn't like was how fast they uh, got rid of Crossbones. Um, I, I wish it would have kept that character, like just to kind of be like the street level type of bad guy. Um, uh, you know, just the type of dude who's all, like always causing trouble, who they can always like bring back. Um, because he was, he looked pretty cool, like, and he seemed like when he was shooting him with the cannon, like through the building, I was like, yeah, yeah this was hardcore, dude. So I wish I would have kept them along a little bit, but other than that, I don't know if I can. I know people had trouble with the um, uh, with the uh, Sokovia Accords, like how that was enough to um, divide the team up and right. like and like make that make like the civil war happen or whatever, or make like cause that division, that wedge between Tony and, and honestly, Steve. I thought that was good. Yeah, but yeah, I, think I, so too. I honestly I didn't have that. a problem with that. I don't know if you guys we're kind of feeling that too, but yeah, I didn't, I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. That's kind of like a good segue too. like, do you guys, now that we've seen the movie, like, do you guys feel like Tony was right or like Steve was right? Like, would you have signed or would you have declined? You know, cause I take my time with these lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you have to think of it from, uh, Captain America's view. He was working with Hydra. Right. No, Hydra Shield. Got, uh, sorry. Shield. Well, turns out to be. Well, yeah. He's actually Hydra. working with Hydra. <laughs> but yeah, Shield, who was compromised and, 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 you know, Hydra had infiltrated. So, you know, he was thinking about, how, you know, if, if you have a government control, what if people, because, you know, absolute power can corrupt. Right. If you have people in power, of course, you know. I would be a little bit concerned about 
they controlling or people in power who possibly could be corrupt controlling the Avengers. I think he makes it does he he uh Captain America says a line in there, what if we need to go somewhere to do something and they, they don't let us, you know, and they know it's right and they and they have like special interest to say, no, don't go or something. You know what I mean? So I, I think he's got a point. Um but then Tony has a point too. What if they're corrupt? You know, at some point someone corrupts. So I mean it's it can go either way, but I I'm more in Captain America's corner more because, you know, he seems the type that would not be corrupted. You know what I mean? Like he proved he even proved it when he almost lifted up uh, Thor's hammer, oh, yeah. and only those who are worthy can lift it up. You know, so uh, definitely I think uh, I think you know Captain America has a bigger a uh, bit of a stronger point. So. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Just uh, it's it's interesting to see. See, the thing is, like, I think Captain America functions like, or sees the world like people are like him, or that like uh, there are other people that think the way he does. But he's so rare, right? Like, he's such a like, um, like he's he's got so much integrity as a character, right? Like, even in in um when him and Tony are talking and he's like, Tony, like, I can't help it. Like if I see a situation going South, like I can't help it. I wish I could. And he's like, caps, like I, I, Tony's like, no, you don't. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I don't. I kind of like, like Captain America's always pointing North, right? Like Captain America always cares about what's right. Like he's the type of guy who like, if he broke an egg at a grocery store, he'd want to pay for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like people like that aren't, like people don't exist like that. And I think that's the problem. Like, like he, uh, like, because there aren't people like him around, like, like, uh, like he, he assumes they're di- like, there, there aren't people like him even within the Avengers, right? right? Like he thinks like, oh, we should all be responsible for ourselves. But the problem is like, people aren't like you cap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's the problem. Like, I think like, logically I would kind of want to be on Tony's side in the real world. And I would want people like, like Peggy Carter, like if Peggy Carter was a, was a part of this commission, if maybe like Pepper Potts was like a part of this commission, like if, you know, like Reed Richards hypothetically was a part of this commission, then I'd sign the accords, right? If they were, that's who was a part of this, or if there was one Avenger, two Avengers within that council, I'd be all for it. You know what I mean? Like I'd sign. Yeah. Absolutely. Documents can be amended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, man. But um, yeah, definitely a movie to watch. You guys, if you haven't seen it, sorry for all the spoilers, but go watch it. Yeah. It, it, it definitely a movie that warrants a second or third viewing just because it's so good. Yeah. Hey, and uh, if Hugo, our congratulations to our uh, winner for reviewing our podcast, Hugo, we hope you yes. use those tickets to watch captain america again definitely so you'll be getting those tickets soon promise and uh uh, maybe like when it comes out on dvd we should have a viewing party yeah that'd be awesome yeah that'd be pretty cool man i'm done with all the listeners absolutely man so let's move on really quick um to our next uh, thing that we wanted to talk about is our our movie and tv preview for the month of may there's a couple of things that are going out there that uh we want to recommend for you guys to watch um in this month actually um we found out a lot about a, a, a lot about some uh, TV shows that are not coming back. So that's something that there you go that we wanted to mention too, and kind of in memoriam 
for some of these TV shows. What about movies? We got one big movie coming out this month. A couple other movies that are coming out. There's a movie called The Nice Guys. With, oh, yeah. Uh, with Ryan Gosling and... Uh, Russell Crowe? Yeah. Dude, yeah. When, did Russell, when did Ryan Gosling become a comedy actor? Yeah, seriously, right? He's like, really he just good. Kind of yeah. into this. Yeah, dude. He's killing it. It's funny because this... Uh, um, the Nice Guys... It looks good, but it so looks like it'd be a TV show, dude. Yeah. Every time I see the movie, the trailer, I, I'm thinking I'm looking at a new uh, comedy that's coming out right. in the fall or something. Yeah, that's yeah. What it seems like to me, but it looks great. It looks. You're like, waiting for Ashton Kutcher to show up and for <laughs> Fez to like, walk in. What the heck? It's like this is a hello, guys. It's a comedy or what? You know? Are you guys detectives? <laughs> <laughs> dude, was it me or did Fez always look? Like sounded like he was gay. I know he was trying to be like, you know. Yeah, man. He, he his uh, his accent like it was just. I don't know. Why, I don't know why it didn't come out like that. Anyways, I'm not a big fan of uh, that seventy show. No, him, dude. I Fez. met him in person, dude. Like dude. I had to work with him through my company. And he's such a like. He thinks he like he acts like his his poop smells like roses. Dude, I saw him at. Uh, um, E3, the electronics uh-huh. uh, right uh, expo. Yeah, dude, he did not look friendly, dude. No, he's people a, were saying what's up to him, and he's he was a like douche. bothered, like people coming up to him. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Wilmer Valdekaka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he seemed he looked he seemed like a douche, man. Like, yeah, he was saying what's up, and he was like, what's him, like, Zack Snyder, and Adam Sandler can all like live together. You live together. No, That'd they be can a all nice TV show. That'd be a good. Uh, they can all ride Moctezuma Revenge in an <laughs> eternal loop <laughs> without seatbelts. <laughs> seat Take that, <laughs> you freaking douchebags! Oh my god, let's it make is. them go broke. Everybody, go if you if you like Wilmer's face, please do me Wilmer's face. Wilmer's Facebook, just go and like it right now for for me, please, <laughs> please. Um. So the nice guys that comes out May twentieth. Uh, if anybody goes to see that and want to give us a, a review, hit us up. Tell yeah, us dude, the director, the the director's also he's he's the same guy who did Iron Man three. Oh, um, I don't know if that speaks to Shane Black. Shane Black, yeah. But he also did uh, like he wrote. Did he write Lethal Weapon? He wrote a couple of Lethal Weapons. I think he did. Yeah, he also did. Uh, oh my God, in Burgess or something like that, or he did. He knows how to do comedy. He's done yeah. a comedy before too, yeah. so he knows how to kind of do that. So, um, *Lethal Weapons* like has great, like is a great blend comedy. of comedy, action comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks good, but it, it, I was a little bit surprised of how good Ryan uh, Gosling looks like, you know, doing comedy. You know? That guy's so dreamy; he could do anything, dude. I guess so, dude. I know he could do anything. <laughs> Lars and the Real Girl. Did you ever see that? Yes. Yeah, like Lars and the Real You're Girl, right. he was really great in that. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, Drive, of course, like he oh. killed it in Drive. There was no comedy in that, though. There was no comedy in that. That so. was an awesome movie. Dude, yeah. I, another yeah. one. I'm going to get super emo, dude, but like like my Blue Valentine or something like that. Like, Oh, that's that's a hardcore. That's the, uh, that's There's no comedy in that. There's no <laughs> comedy in that. That's but he was sad. good, dude. Yeah, he was really he good in that, dude. Yeah, he is. Anyway. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's start, let's stop, uh, let's, <laughs> let's start going down this path. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's talk neighbors, dude. Neighbors is hitting theaters too. Okay. I didn't see the first neighbors. I saw it. Was it good? It was okay. It was okay. I think like, 
Uh, it's like a like the Seth Rogen type of movies, right? Like that kind of, you know what I mean? Like it's not super bad. It's not like you knocked up. It's not like at that caliber. It's kind of like a, this is the, no, nah, this is the end kind of sucked. But it's kind of like in the middle of that. This is the end was not too bad. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Eh, yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like around there. Yeah, it's okay. like this. Is, if you like this is the end, you might want to watch Neighbors two, right? If you yeah. like Neighbors one, obviously you might you might go see Neighbors. What six. makes Neighbors two interesting is that in Neighbors one, Zac Efron was kind of like the the, the I don't want to say the, the enemy, villain, but the villain in the movie. Yeah. But now he's on Seth Rogen and his yeah. wife's side, trying to help him out against the authority girls yeah. now this time, which includes uh, Chloe. Chloe Grace Moretz. Uh, who's she? Uh, she's um, uh, the girl from Kick-Ass. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, hit Girl. Yeah, yeah. So, and she's a, she's a great actor. to be a good actress now, too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it seems like it's, uh, it seems You know funny, what, though? Like, the director for Neighbors, too, like, he directed Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and I, like, I love that movie, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Wait, so it's not the same director? Neighbors? No. Uh, I think he's the same guy. It is the same. I think he did Neighbors and Neighbors Two, but But he he also directed Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, I love that movie. And that movie was so good, dude. I thought that movie was perfect, dude. That movie is great. Yeah, it's it's it's, yeah, it's one of my. I don't want to say one of my. Ever since I came to Hawaii, I don't even wear a watch anymore, man. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool because my phone has one, so I don't need to wear it. (laughs) Paul Paul Rudd, Rudd. dude. Yeah, dude. The weather is weather. Well, the weather outside is, is weather. weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when man. Say, um, when he starts uh, talking about uh, about his accent, oh, I can't think of the line right now. Uh, about uh, Russell Brand's accent. Yeah, he says, uh, "Oh, man, I can't oh are you sound like you're from England? Yeah, there you go. Are you from England? <laughs> you sound like you're from England. <laughs> you're from England? Yeah, dude. Hey, can we beta approve that? Terrible. When he tells him. Can what? we beta, beta approve Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Absolutely, man. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you guys need to check that movie out. The movie was under the radar. I think a lot of people didn't watch it, but it was so good, dude. I think it, I think it did well. Probably yeah, but it wasn't, like a, up, but it wasn't like a mega hit, like maybe like Knocked Up or um, uh, Super year Bad. Old Virgin. Or for the old version. It was great, though. Yeah. Was, Rolling 20s. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, of course, the one movie that's a big movie for this month is X-Men Apocalypse opening up on May 27th. Yes. Yeah, I've been waiting for this movie, too. Uh, Brian Singer, of course, was the director of X-Men 1 and 2, which were the good X-Men before yeah. Brett Ratner destroyed it in X-Men 3. Killed Professor X. Freaking <laughs> moron. Heck? What are you thinking? Jeez, what Killed everybody, freaking Cyclops. Yeah, I know, dude. He just, yeah, yeah, right. He killed everybody, dude. What was he getting consulting uh, advice from Zack Snyder or what? I know, dude. What hey, we need is, uh, you know how you can kill the franchise? Kill Professor X. Freaking. And then uh, Cyclops. And Cyclops. Did, did anybody else die in that? Like, I feel like everyone died in that. Oh, those are the two big ones, man. Yeah, those are the two those big ones. Those are the two big ones. But um, yeah, so uh, Brian Singer returns doing uh, well. He did the other ones. Did, did he? Uh, he did Future Pass and Days. No wait, Future Pass and the other one, First Class. First Class was not him. Oh, it wasn't. First Class it? was um, Vaughn, um, not Vince Vaughn. But he did Future Pass. Yeah, so. okay. And Future Pass was good. Yeah, it was. So he did a good job. So he's. I'm. I'm excited to you know see uh, uh, Apocalypse, and of course it includes Oscar Isaac. Yeah. 
Our favorite Guatemala. Yeah, dude, Guatemala. <laughs> I like that guy, that Oscar Isaac guy. Do I talk first or do you talk first? How does this work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He was awesome in Star Wars. So some of the reviews have been out. It's been uh, a little bit mixed, but I definitely still going to go watch it. And then the other uh, news that came out for this movie is the fact that, not to anybody's surprise, but uh, Hugh Jackman's doing a cameo as well, oh, yeah. of course. So it wouldn't be an X-Men movie without Wolverine, of course. Well, I mean, he was an integral part of uh, Days of Future Past. I don't know why they're acting like... There well, should they be never a disconnect him. here, right? Well, they never announced that he's in this movie, but yeah. of course now in the last trailer, there's a little glimpse of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's seems pretty cool. So we'll have a review because I know one of us will go watch it. Yeah, for sure. Not all of us. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it, and like, uh, it'll be cool to see. Like, I'm really excited about seeing like uh, Cyclops kind of because he seems to be more in the center of this movie, and he, I feel like he's always been kind of like a. Uh, underutilized X-Men, right? Like in the cartoon, he was vital in the comic books. He was vital and very central. And in the uh, movies, he's kind of like kind of a twerp. He was kind of a twerp in the first, <laughs> first series of, of, uh, X-Men movies. So it'd be cool to see him like, even like young Scott, like Scott Summers and then his brother being in this. So it should be pretty interesting to see that. Dude. Gold team. Yeah, dude. Blue team. Blue team. Gold oh, team. Oh man. For those that know, th- no, those are references to the old comic book. Uh, yeah, you know, references to to X Men had two teams, right? One led by Storm, Storm, and the other one by Cyclops, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. But anyways, uh, some TV uh, stuff is coming out too. That uh, we wanted to point out. There's a new show that's coming out on AMC that's been getting so many good reviews. It's not it hasn't even out yet, but everyone's talking about it. It's called Preacher. Um, it's on AMC. It'll be on at 10 o'clock. It's, it debuts on May 22nd. And the reason that it's getting so many good stuff is that the, the, um, it's a little bit controversial. It's a little, it has some religious, um, undertones on there, you know? Yeah. It's a guy who is mad at God. Yeah. And wants to, it's looking for him or something. But so it, it seems like, um, I mean, everyone who's who's watched it has said it's been great. So who knows? I mean, Dominic Cooper, I like him. He, if for the people who don't know, Dominic Cooper played a young Tony Stark. No, I'm sorry, young Howard, Howard? Stark. Is it Howard? He's, is he the guy in Captain America one, like the first one? Yes. Yeah, that's young yeah, Howard and Stark. He was in Agent Carter. Yeah, uh, that's young Agent Howard. Carter. That's young. Uh, Rest in peace, man, dude. That's such a great show, dude. No, I'm talking about Agent Carter. She's dead. Just in general, like it was a great show, and she was and she a dies great in the Civil War. Sorry, and she was hot. Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Google that. <laughs> Talk to me in your accent. Read this recipe. Take some olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop there because you're gonna ruin it. You're gonna ruin it. Don't will, do will, that, will. dude. Um, some uh, returning shows that are coming out this month is uh, for some who haven't heard uh, there's a, a show on uh, Netflix called Peaky Blinders they're going into the third season it sounds With funny Gillian Murphy right is yes that, yeah, Cillian like, Murphy Cillian Murphy and uh, Cillian Murphy uh, he was in the original Batman he was Scarecrow right uh, Batman uh, Chris Nolan's Batman and uh, he's a good actor. He it's about um, like 1920, 30 era England and some of the gangs and during that time. 
And Peaky Blinders are like the, the Bloods and Crips, <clears throat> like the Bloods and Crips, dude. Uh, Bloods exactly. and Crips, yeah, there Crips, Blood, Pyru, <laughs> <laughs> and the Peaky Blinders actually is their Grape Street. Those, those hats, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, what do they call them? Like the newsboy hats? Is that uh, what yeah, yeah, I you get know, it. I you get know it. what they're, they're yeah. called? And they had, dude, they had razor blades in them, dude. Oh, wow. So they would fight. They would take the hats off and they would just, you know, kind of swing those Damn, things. Damn, dude. So that's, so the, the, the show's about these gangs in, in England. Um, and uh, I've watched the first season. It's actually pretty good. It's a little slow, but uh, but it's pretty good, though. It's, it's not bad. Um Another show that's coming out uh, that's returning is um, Powers. It's very limited, though, because it's on the PlayStation Network. For people who have PlayStation on there, you can actually watch this show. Ooh. Uh, it's with um, Charlton Copley. I love Charlton Copley. Who's that? Um, District 9. Oh, okay. Uh, Face on yeah. the A-Team. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, the Australian he's guy. guy. Yeah, that's really Yeah. Guy. He's Chappie. Really, he's also on Chappie, yeah. yeah. He's also on uh, that uh, Matt Damon movie. Um, God, I can't remember that movie. Yeah, the... Uh, he's a villain in that movie. He's actually really good in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where... Oh, with man. the exoskeleton? Yeah, 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 yeah. can't remember the name of that movie right now. Son of a... Where, he, where Matt Damon speaks Spanish? And yes. grows up around freaking Hispanic gangsters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. He, Do you know who's in that movie too? Who the guy um, from uh, Narcos, the guy who's uh, the, Pablo Escobar? Oh, really? He's uh, the guy who um, gets him the suit. Oh, dude! Of course, dude. He's on there, dude. That's yeah. awesome. So, um, anyways, Shantou uh, Copley's in the show. He plays a detective who um, is in a division about crimes. That involves superheroes. Oh, man. Too bad it's on the on PlayStation it. Network, dude. Yeah, dude. You have to have that in order to watch it. Hey, is there anybody out there that wants to let me borrow their PlayStation for two months? Like, you know, I'd be <laughs> really appreciated. Good luck with that, dude. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I did say we wanted, before we end the show, we wanted to talk a little bit about those TV shows that got canceled. <sighs> Agent Carter. That's the only one that really pisses me off, dude, because it's like, that was a really good show. But it couldn't it couldn't keep going on forever. Like no. it needed like it was good. Haley Atwell, besides looking great, <laughs> she's a great actress. Yeah, which Got is it. her great greatest attribute is that she's a great actress. Right. And <laughs> her accent, <laughs> her eyes. She's beautiful. I'll just put it out there. Her olive oil <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> Let's uh uh, <laughs> let's it in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was the, but it was a great it was like a great uh like we were talking earlier about like um like women just not getting enough play in like kind of like the Marvel universe, but she was get she was like doing a great job in uh as Agent Carter, you know? Yeah, she did great. And that show was good too. I mean, she she uh she was awesome in that. And, and I like that they would include Dominic Cooper sometimes as yeah. Sports Star game would come out. That was awesome too. That was it was really cool. But um yeah, I just I guess it just didn't grab enough viewers to watch it. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't think they pushed it enough. Uh, that too. I yeah. think that was a little bit lacking in that. But you know, anyways. Another show that got canceled is Minority Report. No surprise there. I stopped watching it. It got too convoluted. It just I, 
It didn't capture Yeah. Me. Take that, Wilmer. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes. That's freaking creepy. Hey, dude, I saw episode one, right? And I was like digging it. But when he came on screen, I was like, this is, I'm, I'm yeah, done. I'm with you too. Because as soon as he came on screen, he felt like it felt filthy, dude. Like I think <laughs> he first. Oh, dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I remember it too. It's like uh, Megan, Megan, Fo- no, not Megan Fox, Megan Good. Is who's a detective, the oh, black yeah, yeah. detective. Mm-hmm. She like is, starts investigating and he comes into the room and he stands behind her all creepy. Yeah, you're right. Like, dude, dude it felt, I felt molested just watching that scene. So take that, Wilbur. You're out. I hope you never get a job. Unemployed. Get out of here. Doucher. So uh, Heroes Reborn got canceled too. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, you tell it, me what happened, dude. It was just not that good, dude. It just, they, you know, it just will never capture that magic it had in that first season, you know? I've uh, heard from people say, like, Heroes season one was, like, the best TV ever. It was one of the best. It definitely was. Yeah, like... It definitely had that... Season one, though, right? Yes, season Just season one. one. What happened is that, like, in season two, the writer strike happened. And uh, it just dude. destroyed it. And then know? the island had a temple and <laughs> exactly. that whole crap... Exactly like like what happened to Lost too, but um, yeah, it just wasn't that great, you know. But it's it's it was better to remain, you know, off the air. Yeah. So no, no problem there. Um, I never watched this, but Jay put it on the list here. Is Castle? Uh, that's Nathan Fillion. That would be in Stanacatic, but Nathan Fillion, he's awesome. I like Nathan Fillion. Anything he does, but that got canceled too. So anybody who liked Castle, sorry about. Sorry guys. So. Just watch, Flash. <laughs> Just watch Flash. Just watch Flash. Just watch Flash. Guys, one don't TV show. You can watch Flash. So you watch you Flash, dude. I also have to say, like, I watch a lot of Quantico, dude. Dude, is it good? I love watching Quantico. Like one, uh, Prink. Ah, tr- 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 oh, damn it. Uh, but the lead actor, yeah, yeah, the Indian Prinka actor. Chopra, or yeah, but she's she's, she's one great Deepak Chopra. No, <laughs> Prinka. Damn it. But that, like, I mean, it's a, it's one of those like light shows. Like, you don't have to super focus. The love Guru, it's chill, and she's she's freaking smoking hot. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I I I dig it. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, she's. she's I get all flustered just talking about the show. I know. I can see that. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. even talk. I mean, this is a show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Oh my it's, goodness, it's so good. So um, those are those are the shows that uh, are not going to be on. So oh well, too bad. Yeah, so yeah. Sad. Is there any underground shows, maybe shows that people slept on that you feel like hey, you guys should watch this? Dude, Limitless. Limitless. I'm loving Limitless, dude. It just it's it's it's. Uh, I don't want to say it's one of my favorite shows, but it definitely is one of the shows that I think is not being talked too much about. Yeah. But it's great, dude. Bradley Cooper occasionally comes on the show. Oh, no way, out. dude. Yeah, dude. Hmm. And for those that don't know, I mean, huh. obviously, Limitless, it's based on the movie Limitless that starred Bradley Cooper. It's about a, a drug that enhances your brain. Right. So you're able to do all these things that you wouldn't be able to do before. But the show explores it a little bit more. Like, you know, he starts going through all the medical books and learns about, you know. Right. He, he like could becomes practically a become a doctor, yeah. dude. And, and so... Um, and this is the the main actor that comes out in this. Uh, his name is Brian Finch in this, and he works with the FBI, but they don't know that he is taking a booster shot because what happens is that NTZ, NZT, NZT is the drug that does that. But this drug 
has some really gnarly after effects, side effects. Yeah. Like really bad side effects. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the movie, Bradley Cooper figures out how to uh, take a drug or take a... Is, it, is that in the movie too? Right? Yeah. That he, he can figure out how to take a... How to get rid of the side effects. Right, right, right. He does. So in the in the show, uh, he's secretly working for Eddie Mora, the, mm-hmm. the character, um, and is given this a side effect, I mean, a drug to uh, to get rid of the side effects. So in the show, that's how kind of, they don't know, they think he's immune to it. Yeah. But he's actually taking this booster shot. Yeah. Um, and so Eddie Mora, you don't know if he's good or bad. So yeah, yeah. there's that mystery to it too. So it's a good show, man. I think I don't think many people are talking about it, but it's great. I think I really liked it. I don't even know if it's I, I'm hoping it's coming for season two, but um I, it it was great. So I don't mm. know, dude, is there a show that you would recommend? Dude, I you know what? Like the thing is like sometimes when I sit down and watch TV, I binge. So and then I feel guilty about it. So what I do is I watch educational TV so I don't feel too bad about it, right? <laughs> so I feel like, hey, you know what? I sat here for three hours, but at least I, I learned, learned something. <laughs> so because so of that, we- I've been watching a lot of like the Netflix, like the CNN series on the 60s and the 70s and all oh, that. Yeah. Like they're doing those. They're really, really good. They're really, really good. And then the other thing I like to watch is Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain, where he kind of goes to different cities and eats at different places and talks about like the history and like places to go in that city, like kind of like a, like a mini essay on each city. Um, but those are the two things that I like watching. It's like the, the time pieces by CNN and then parts unknown. So you know then I don't feel so guilty. Yeah, I feel like, guess what I learned about JFK guys. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're learning something. You're not wasting your time. <laughs> yeah, on that. dude. Well, that's it for the show today, man. That's Jay, wake up. To Jay. I know Jay fell asleep this Jay, whole dude, time. Dude, what the heck dude? Did you, yeah, he fell asleep, dude. He's out, dude. Out cold. He must be tired, dude. That's what, that's what happens when you have a little girl, dude, at home. I know, dude. All good. Jay, wake up. Huh? Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> See? That's him right there. Anyways, guys, for um, we want to thank you for listening to us. We want to thank you for helping us out. Always, we would like to remind you guys to uh, continue guys doing what you guys are doing posting our episodes on your wall sharing them liking our page commenting go to our instagram page at the beta report or on twitter at the beta report uh help us out uh support us by telling your friends i know uh, and it works guys i have friends who've told other people and now we have uh listeners all the way from florida to utah from texas to arizona it's really awesome to hear these people out there so it's great and it all because of you guys we want to give you guys yeah, the thanks, credit guys. it's you guys that are helping us out there so please Spread the word. Tell others about us. Like our page. Subscribe to us on iTunes. For the Beta Report, this is Jeff. This is Uno. And Jay. Till next week. Ponies. (laughs) See you guys later.